Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for November 21st, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. This is really the way that we're supposed to live. And so uh, in this series, we did like a compare and contrast between the law that was given by Moses and the grace and truth that came through Jesus Christ. Our foundational scriptures are John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. We're about to get into those, but this is part 54 of the overall series. We're wrapping up almost the 11th week of this series, and I trust that this has been a blessing to you. The title of today's message is, It's Already Been Decided. It's I'm sure that you've heard, if you've been around a, a church or you've heard preachers say, it's already done, I'm going to attempt to explain a little bit of that today. So our foundational scriptures are John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. The Bible says in John 1 and 14 that the word Jesus became flesh. He dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It was the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, full of grace and truth. In verse 17, the Bible says that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So as born again believers, as new covenant believers, we're not living by the law that was given by Moses. We're living by the grace provided through Jesus. So we're led of the Holy Spirit in all things. With that, we studied Galatians 3, 4, and 5. We, in Galatians 5, we got to the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Let me read that for you. This is Galatians 5, 22 and 23. The Bible says that the fruit that is produced by the Holy Spirit, who lives on the inside of you, this fruit is divine love, right? So love is not one of the fruit. Love is everything. God is love. And then there are eight expressions of God's love. So when you're born again, the people are supposed to see this. You ready? Eight expressions. They're supposed to see joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience, that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set your attention on the law above these qualities because these qualities are limitless. So as it relates to faith, I've been teaching on faith for, for days. And so I talked to you about four levels of faith. I talked to you about faith in the works. So, you know, what you see, faith in the word, what you read, faith in a rhema word or a spoken word from God, what you hear. And then yesterday I talked about faith in God, right? Last couple of days, I was just have faith in God, in the person of God. Now, let me just, I was about to move on from faith, but the Holy Spirit wouldn't let me do it. There's another level of faith. I call it like the highest form of faith is entering into God's rest. And so I'm going to talk about that today. i I'm pretty sure I'll talk about it tomorrow as well. So today we're talking about it's already done. It's, it's already been decided. And now you have to enter into God's rest. And this is how you know that you're at the highest form of faith when you're resting, when you know that it's already done. So what does this mean to you today? I have five things to share with you this morning. As I share these five things, I, I will communicate them and I pray that you're able to receive them. Five things. Number one, here we go. The writer of Hebrews said in Hebrews 4 and 11 that we must labor to enter into God's rest. So we must labor to do it. Resting in God is not easy, right? R resting in what God said and believing that is going to come to pass is not the easiest thing to do. The writer of Hebrews says that you have to labor to do it. You have to labor, though, to enter into God's rest. You have to work on not working, right? So you have to remind yourself over and over again that it's already done. You have to remind yourself, like Paul said yesterday in, in the message that I dealt with, that you got to know in whom you have placed your confidence, your trust, your faith, and you got to know that... He, that, that he is faithful, he, that, that you are persuaded that he is able to do what he committed unto you, right? So you're, you're, you have, if there's something you have to do, you do it. 
But the harder part is when God says, no, I don't want you to do anything. I want you to wait. I'm going to do it. Oh my gosh. That's not the easiest thing for me to do anyway. If God tells me to run, hundred miles, I'll be running and I won't stop. You know, I don't care how long it takes. I'll do it. If he tells me to climb a mountain, I'll climb it. But if he tells me do nothing and, and wait and watch me do it, that is not, I would rather run. I would rather climb than wait. Just waiting on God, but you have to labor to enter into God's rest. This is where the Holy Spirit comes in. The Holy Spirit will remind you over and over and over and over again that it's already done. That it's only a matter of time. That God has done. That it's already yours. Don't give up. Don't cave in. Don't quit. The Holy Spirit will do that for you. See, remember, faith is not about, number two, faith is not about you trying to get God to move, right? I'm going to do this so God can move. No, God already moved. He already did everything that he was going to do. He did that in eternity. Now, as far as he's concerned, in eternity, from the position of the eternal now, it's already done. And for you in the earth, for me in the earth, is only a matter of time. And when you truly understand this and God gives you a promise, you know that you're not trying to get him to move. You're not trying to get him to give it to you because as far as he's concerned, from an eternal perspective, it's already done right? If it's part of God's story for your life, then it's already yours. So you're not trying to get God to give you something. You're not trying to get God to move. He already moved. He already did it. He already gave it. The key is to discovering what God has already done for you and then exercising your faith to walk it out in the earth so that you can experience his reality on this planet. You're living by faith based on what he has revealed to you that he's already given you by grace. Number three, let me give you two examples in three and four that maybe you can understand. So today, 2019, we don't try to get God to save anyone. Well, let me explain what I mean. So God doesn't really save anybody today like he's moving in 2019. God provided salvation 2,000 years ago through Jesus Christ. Salvation is, is already done. It's the finished work. So all we do today is to try to get people, the preaching of the gospel is to try to get people to accept what's already been provided. So when they ex exercise, you're saved by grace through faith. So when they exercise their faith, they are receiving what God has already provided. When someone accepts eternal life today and they're born again, they get saved. But God didn't do anything today. God did it 2,000 years ago. All they did today was receive what was already provided right? They had to receive God's finished work. That's how faith works. And it works like this for everything. Number four, I'll use healing as another example. We don't have to get God to try to heal anyone today. God provided healing 2000 years ago on the cross through the stripes of Jesus. So now today, when we're preaching on healing, we're trying to get people to receive what God already provided. We're attempting to get them to see that God provided healing, that healing is the children's bread, that healing is possible, that the supernatural is natural to us. And so they can believe and receive what's already done. All right. Number five in, in this last one and number five, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you an analogy, like a parable that maybe you can understand so you can get a better, under, you know, a, a good revelation of, of what I'm teaching. So Jesus taught in parables. Um, I like to come up with stories too, because people can understand the story. And then if they can understand the story, boom, the light comes on. So I'll give you an analogy of, uh, the military. Cause I was in the, I was in the U S army for 25 years. My wife was in the U S army for 21 years. And so I know a little bit about the army and, you know, most of my adult life was in the United States army in uniform. So by the grace of God, I was able to get promoted. 
uh, many times and I pretty much had every promotion that I could have within the track that I took for, for my military career. And uh, it was by the grace of God. It was amazing. I had a great time during those 25 years. And, uh, and now I'm, I'm, I was glad to be in there. And now I'm glad to be retired. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm, I'm still able to connect with, with soldiers on a daily basis. Uh, but, and you know, they're still my friends. But let me just talk about promotion for a minute w within the army, the context of the army. So let's say someone knows that a promotion ceremony, a uh, 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 promotion board is coming up. So what they do is as a soldier, all oh, promotion is coming up. Then the soldier is going to do everything that they can within their control to get, if you want to get promoted, to get promoted. So you're going to dot every I. You're going to cross every T. You're going to make sure you get a new photo. Make sure that your records are in order. Make sure that everything is lined up. Make sure that your senior rater is giving you the comments, you know, whatever his comments are, that, that, that they're right, that they're, you know, giving you whatever needs, whatever the board is looking for. You're trying to do everything that you can to make sure that your stuff is in order and that your stuff is there, right? Uh, and once you've done your part, you submit your packet, and then it goes before the board. You know when the board is going to meet, and you know when the promotion results are going to be published. So let's say that the board met. Let's say that the promotion results were published. And then let's say, boom, your name is on the list. So you have been selected. So you have been selected for promotion. Now, once your name is on the list and you've been selected, it might take a year before you pin on the rank. Uh-oh, here we go. Now, this is why I'm talking about faith and grace. So now that you know that you've been selected, now that you know that your name is on the list, it might take a whole year for you to actually get promoted, for you to actually wear the rank. Now, let's say in that span, in that year, while you're waiting on the promotion, are you doing anything to get promoted? No, that's, that would be ridiculous. You've already got to promote it to that rank anyway, right? So would you be working on that rank? Absolutely not. Why? Because it's already done. But wait a minute, you're not wearing the rank yet. Oh, but wait a minute, it's already done. But how come you're not wearing the rank yet? Because it's uh, only a matter of time. <laughs> so, so I know that I've been selected, but it's only a matter of time. You know it's already done. You know it's already finished. You know it's already past tense. You know that it's already been decided, even though you're not wearing the rank yet. It's only a matter of time before you get to put on what you've been selected for. You know that you've been chosen. You know it's already been decided, and you know that it's only a matter of time. Guess what? That's how faith works. So that's exactly how faith works. Faith, faith is not about you trying to get God to put a yes on your plans. Faith is about God trying to get you to accept his plans. Faith is about, you're not trying to convince God. God is trying to convince you of what he already decided. He's revealing to you. That's why revelation must precede faith. Faith begins where the will of God is known. So you can't have faith in something you come up with. No, faith Faith is God telling you, hey, I've already picked you for this. It's already done. Before you were born, before your mother met your father, this was already decided. This is yours. It's already done. I set this up for you. I already knew the, the decisions you were going to make. And based on my foreknowledge of your decisions, I set up your life. Your decisions do matter. So it's not like your decisions don't matter, but I already knew what you were going to decide. I don't have to wait to Tuesday to know what you're going to decide on Tuesday. So based upon my foreknowledge, of your decisions, I predestined you. I, I before ended you be, based on my foreknowledge of your decisions. I already set up your life and it's already done and it's already selected. So living by faith is you getting an, a revelation of what's already been provided and then making decisions that line up with that. Faith is something you say. Faith is something you do. Faith is a seed you sow based on the revelation of what God has given you that's already yours. It's already been decided.
It's already done. I hope that you kind of understood that, right? So that you could get a, a functional working knowledge of faith. So let's close this message out today with a declaration of faith so that you can enter into God's rest. So uh, I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, you are a spirit and you speak to me by your spirit directly. I receive downloads from heaven daily. I receive revelation that far exceeds anything I could ever receive through education. You speak to me and I believe everything you say. When you reveal something to me, I know it's already done. So I enter into your rest where that is concerned. I'm not working on that anymore. <laughs> I live by faith in what you already provided. And I labor to maintain my rest. I'm not moving. I'm not moved. I'm not shaken and I'm not stressed by anything or anyone. I enter into your rest and I live in a stress-free environment. I walk out every word you reveal to me because I am the just and I live by faith. In heaven, it's already done. In the earth, is only a matter of time. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. Click on the subscribe button. You're going to get my notes in your email inbox on a daily basis and you'll get them for free. Listen, go into this day knowing that there's some things God already mapped out your life from the foundations of the world. Before your mother met your father, you've already, I mean, he already set it up. So now it's time for you to to get an insight for you to discover what he already decided and then for you to walk out your destiny and to do it by faith. Do me a favor. Before you leave the screen, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you and God loves you. God bless you.